<laughs> go, go. Power Rangers. You could have. But of all the things to mention, you choose Power Rangers. Yeah. Weird how that works. Well, no, it was, it, like, it was such a, like, a weird Saturday morning cartoon, like, flex. Was it Saturday? It was Saturday morning, right? I thought it, was it, was after, after, it wasn't after school. No, no, no. That was the bottom hour, right? Like, the, the last hour before, like, it switch up. Right. right? So that was the prime time for Saturday morning. Yeah. But it was such a weird flex, because, like, like they're, they're humans battling, but the the best part about it was when the robots came in, right? Like, that was the... Always, yeah. I'm going to take Transformers and make, make it better with Zords. Wasn't it? It's basically a Voltron ripoff, wasn't it? Yeah. More or less. But more. With more. Yeah. More uh, teenagers with attitudes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, shit. What we like? Wasn't that the beginning? Upload Alpha Five. Read Zach. Get some teenagers with attitudes. Yeah, that that was a specific claim, <laughs> like not just like skilled teenagers that could fight, right? It was like one added attitudes. I really don't think Billy had much of an attitude, but hey, lot, like other than Jason, who was just always angry. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't much of an attitude. Also, like yo, like I gotta find this next uh, black outfit to wear to walk around in. It's like, yep, yeah, I need that. Yeah, and the, yeah, that yellow. I like they always wore this the color shirt that they of the Ranger they. Wore. <laughs> I mean, for, in, in branding terms, it's pretty smart, but, like, a dead giveaway considering, like, five colorful super rangers were saving the day, and you guys always just run around in the same. I think you, fi- you figure if you're with them long enough, you're kind of going to figure a connection. Like, why does this guy always wear a, gr- a blue shirt? I don't like this guy. <laughs> That's why you don't understand Bulk and Skull, who should have been, like, selling their story to Dateline or ABC News, because they should have known. They should have had the hot take. Didn't they try one time? I don't know. <laughs> Back at it again. Coke and dank. Dank and coke. It's the lethal weapons. We're both looking for a way out of that. Yeah, uh, it turned into a happen. longer talk about Power Rangers, and we still have to talk about Power Rangers. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Who fucking cares about Power Rangers, but at the same time, it's topical. It is. And one of their best crossover episodes is... Yeah. Featuring... Ninja Turtles <laughs> <laughs> really choked you up there. Huh? Yeah, that did choke me up. Got you right in the the gills. Well, it's funny because I have this like this little this light cough in the evening, and I was like, oh my god, I got the Rona. Like that's, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, but it's well. not it's not like a dry one. It's it's I think my allergies. I got like the nasal drip going on because I don't cough all day. You're you're trying to diagnose yourself. You're yeah, right? I am. That's exactly because I can't Google. If I Google it, I have Rona. Like that's the. <laughs> yeah, you get red flags. <laughs> so, like, like the, the red so my, I'm like, what are the symptoms? Okay, I'm not tired. Okay, dry <laughs> cough. Okay, no, no, it's not a dry cough. It's kind of phlegmy. So I think I'm in the clear. But um, I'll still take meds. You can't get it through the mic as we're doing remote now. How about that? Yeah, I think I, everyone knows the new norm now. I can't see you. Yeah, but I can't see. I mean, there's some Aussie pods I listen to that are like, they're in the same room. But then again, New Zealand has no cases or something. You see that? Yeah, uh, most of the world that's far away from North America has. <laughs> well, we, we won't open our borders. We're not better off, but we're not sitting pretty, right? Like No, well, we're, we're a little we're better not, off than our southern neighbors, let's be honest. But like... I to this day I'm wondering who drew the line between Canada and United States because for every reason they just did this crazy dip and luckily for us we're not American. But yeah, no kidding. Straight line across. No, it's man, almost like it, it, it gets cold place. north of this line. It gets really <laughs> cold north. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my that's how they did it in my opinion. 
But I'm waiting for this knock knock joke. It's not coming, y'all. It's new year, new season. When I do not. Oh you, man, you, you got you can't force it. I mean, literally, that's what I'm trying to do. I, <laughs> you got. <laughs> so, I can force it. I don't know if it's gonna happen. You got you like. Now I now I'm now on the spot. Yeah, no, no, no. Hold, actually, now save it to the end. It's save to the end. So amazing. I'm gonna keep building up. This is gonna be the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh I have to fuck keep you! Up, don't up, do up, that. Up, don't don't do that. We keep busting up the fourth wall, right? Like you keep talking about what the reality is. Everyone knows the reality. We're the escape. So buckle in, people. We're dead set, if not in the middle, around the end to our keg week, our first ever official keg week. So we've been bombed off of the amazing property that is, sir. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so we're doing the, uh, for this for this episode, number 40, we're back. TMNT crossovers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, TMNT crossovers, because let's be honest. It's funny, this actually episode started like months ago, and it was going to be just the, 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 the continuation of the last crossovers we did until we realized half of these are turtle ones. Let's just do a turtle cross. It was your idea. Like, why don't we just do turtle, turtles? And I was like, all right. And it's always an easy, easy bag to. Yeah, because yeah, we'll always default turtles. Yeah. Uh, they've been around since 84. They've been doing crossovers since 84. Yeah. Like, there was no, there was no pause. And then the, the whole idea is like we've all had Ninja Turtle action figures and those are the ones that get the crossover anyway. Like those are the ones like my Ninja Turtles are beating up like my G.I. Joes, oh, yeah. my Transformers, oh, okay. the Power Rangers. Like that's the crossover. That's the ultimate crossover, right? When your yeah. your toys the Dick yep. Tracy's, I don't know if you had the Dick Tracy's. Remember the um the action figures cool. that were like samurais and like spacemen? <laughs> like the turtle like, ones? Oh, we can go into like how crazy they went with just variations they're the whole sports one because they're not I technically yeah they're not technically crossovers but yeah that's right i had the basketball donnie i think it was yeah yo he had the jump shot like the yeah the was, yeah 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 i had the basketball donnie and then i had the well, samurai raf and there's, ones, there's like job ones i had like three spacemen i don't know why they kept giving the same <laughs> they my parents kept giving <laughs> the same ones no, was that raf too i think that was raf too I had the one that, uh, like, you could fold up into a turtle, which pretty. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. I had the Leo one for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, one like one of the top toy runs. I remember, I remember bringing that to school. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I remember bringing that to like elementary school and feeling like this shit. Like I was like, I remember we had those floppy legs at the back. They're just like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you. Fold I had the one that uh, you could wind up and it would swim. It was like a little duck man. Oh yeah, the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was dope. Like yo, they had. Pure variations. This Wasn't is not they, even what we're supposed to be talking about. But goddamn, were they, were they holding like the tor- like the not the torpedo, but the, the they had the, like a special gun, and then I was like, yeah, yes. they had the shooter guns too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had Some of them were like all terrain, like battle shit. You know who I also fucking had, and you're not gonna. Oh no, I didn't have pizza. Oh, I did have pizza face. You did have pizza, of course. You had I pizza fucking face. did have pizza face. I was thinking of garbage, like trash face, but a trash bag. But it was. I, had I had both. Mondo. I had Mondo too. I never, I never got any of the Veeks, though. Like, they had the Turtle Van, obviously, Technodrome, which was a dream, but never. And then that crazy, that crazy like, blimp or whatever, where, like, it had, Yeah, like, I, didn't, a, I, didn't, I didn't have the blimp. I didn't... The back. It was dope. It was, it was a crazy design. I, like, I appreciated that. I do, have, I do have a Turtle Van story, though. Let's hear I had the, the fucking Turtle Van. That was the only one I had. Didn't have the Technodrome. That was too big. Didn't have the, at the blimp. That was too big. We had the Turtle Van, and it had, right. the, it had the, the, the door that swings open when you press the button, and it, it, like it would hit the guys, or it, would, it had like the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I loved it. Loved that thing. So when I got, when I got married, <laughs> remember I had like a lightly themed turtle wedding. Just, just a couple touches. Yeah, just a couple touches. Just like they were classy. Yeah, and then so my mom was like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna bring the turtle van. I'm gonna put some stuff in the uh, like giveaways or whatever in the in the turtle van. So when people come in, it's the first thing they see. They'll be on the table with all the. It's like okay, cool. We did that. <laughs> Never saw the fucking turtle van again. Of course not. Like I would have snatched that up if I saw that there. I don't. We don't know what happened. It's gone. And that's like, it up. of course, it's a turtle van. And I'm like, she's like, oh, I don't know what happened to you. You're supposed to, I was like, you're supposed to take it. I was like, it's my fucking wedding night. I'm, I'm drunk as shit. I didn't take anything. Yeah, that wasn't the best. Idea. And but I'm like, it's it's fine. It, like, it's funny. The funny thing is, I'm like, I'm like, it's it's fine. It's the, it's it's just a you know, it's just a toy. Inside, I was like devastated. Of course, were. <laughs> and that kind of means like someone in your in your guest book potentially has your digital event. <laughs> just chill with it. It's possible, right? Or like yeah. either that, or they left it at the venue, and because I never tried calling. Probability. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through that with a fine tooth comb. Yeah, that was traumatizing. Look, that's now I can see why you're the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that means. I know I was looking for an insult, but it was like I can't not fumble it. So let me say that. The way you are. Yeah, that's so, like, passive-aggressive, you son of a bitch. Well, turtle power. Turtle power. Yeah, so, yeah, so they have the crossovers. We got, what, 10 or 11? We got a, we got a bunch listed here. Um, let's start from the top. We'll go – are we going – I think we're going on order of the year. We'll try and go order the, uh, like, chronological order. We're just going. But we're just going. No, like, fuck it. We're just going. 1984, the Mirage Comics. TMNT number eight. It was one issue. And it was with the Cerebus, the Aardvark. Yeah. So 1986, was, right? And this is already after they've claimed to fame and kind of already made it. Like they, they now have corporate backing behind Eastman and Laird, right? Like they made their one that was self-published and everyone's like, yo, this works. Let's start turning these bad boys out. One thing, I, yeah. One thing I do want to say just quickly about Cerebus. Uh, Canadian created, Dave Sim. Nice. And he he ran 300 issues, 1977 to 2004, which is crazy. So, dude had a great run. But already on their eighth look, they're dropping in guest guest appearances. Yeah, yeah, their eighth book. That's insane, eh? That's so early, but that's how and big they got, how fast, how, how quickly fast. they got big. And kind of a Turtles in Time, like prelude. Yeah, what? and, and Kevin, yeah, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, helped write this one they didn't help write all these crossovers and in fact they they helped write very few of these crossovers which is interesting not really when you look at the the like the years right like all the 80s stuff is basically eastman and laird when they had the most hands in deep yeah and then when they sold them it was less like going nuts now you can, like a couple aughts right like yep. they've stepped back but you could see the love obviously from those that got to step in and then you could see the ones that are like Oh, this is really my property featuring the Ninja Turtles. So, yeah. like, they're just gonna sound like my <laughs> my dudes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think of this? Oh, uh, not bad, right? Like, this is again. I kept thinking Turtles on Time because they like literally like a space figure just pops out of nowhere, and like, there's never really a good reason for any of these people to appear in how they appear in, but they get to the they just hit the ground running, right? Like, she's there, she's like pop, like a mystical thing, help me pop, pop. And now they got to fight this, like, basically the Watcher meets Silver Samurai, like, head dude. Yeah, more or less, yeah. It's, so you're talking about, uh, Dang's talking about Renee the Timetress. 
time stress. Oh, am I, am I in the wrong thing? No, no. Oh. You're talking about no, the, the, her name, the the the, the chick that throws that shows up out of nowhere. Uh, Renette. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled Renette. It's, it's pronounced Renee. Renee the time stress. Uh, Listen, we all didn't go French immersion, so. Because she no. steals, yeah. Remember, she steals the. You know, Santa Goose, so it's Renee. <laughs> Excusez-moi. Yeah, beg your pardon. But she steals the time scepter. I Which is the MacGuffin for her to get into the, I guess, New York City 1980s. Right. I just enjoy when she when she when she steals it. And they go, oh poop. <laughs> that was. Yeah, she's not much of a cusser. No, <laughs> she, she tries to use it because oh poop, and then it warps her to. Uh, turtle comics and turtles are so pressed up that like the second like a kind of cute different type of looking girl shows up they're all like yeah we're with you <laughs> yeah 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 we're cool, whatever right. you're about we're in i'm just gonna say about like her helmet thing like she has this it's like a normal metal helmet with like a bullet point but she's got these like two ears <laughs> that kind of made like it kept reminding me of Minnie mouse because if you scroll fast enough she's got a couple of these like faces where she looks surprised and then you see her oh no right oh yeah i guess you're right yeah but then she's got crazy TNA, so you know, <laughs> you're not really protecting TNA. Like tease it all out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I guess this is what they did in space. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. <laughs> I guess space is sexy. Right? Yeah, Whatever. I can I see just, why people are like, yeah, yeah. Well, where'd you about it? Cowboy. I just, I just appreciate that the scepter called her stupid. <laughs> I was like, I need. <laughs> He's like, I need a time and place. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And then she's like, uh, New York, anytime. I'm like, all right. Yeah, she, like, she doesn't come off as the smartest. Like, there's a lot of ditzy moments in here. Yeah, she's. I think that falls on the writing, too. And the age, like, this wasn't definitely a female driven comic, let alone a feature. And then she's just really the, oops, I did wrong. And then the turtles are like, all right, we'll make it right. Yeah. Which is cool for turtles, right? Like, I'm a fan of that shit. But with that scepter, they go even further back yeah. in time to hit she- New York. She warps them further to like to like the fourteen oh six, and that's so when like, they meet up with Cerebus. Yeah, medieval and all this shit, and then finally you get. So what is he exactly? Because I kept thinking he was a pig. He's like, an aardvark. I mean, he's called an aardvark, but like he looks like a pig. <laughs> yes, he does. But he's basically he's he's very piggish. Well, aardvarks got those. They got the pig nose. They're almost like they're like uh, aardvarks are are like armadillos with no armor. None of those look like pigs, though. No, but they have the the snouts, and I guess they were. I don't know, man. I didn't make him. <laughs> <laughs> so they beat Cerberus, who's kind of a surly asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a bit. He's of a... Howard Duck that doesn't get laid. Yeah, that's oh man, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, we have a, a comic podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we just talk shit about comics. So appreciate it, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> the hot take yeah they end up having to they team up with cerebus eventually yeah because he well he, like he comes to the get smartest. them first he's the smartest of all of them because what he's first like a cynic and just kind of like questioning like who the fuck are like you guys definitely don't look like you're around here right like yeah he's the most one like he's the most with a defense or like an honest reaction to like things appearing out of thin air like you're not normally going to be like oh yeah whatever you say we're about it we should be teams and friends right like you're gonna you have questions so there's questions, but like it takes a while before him to like actually warm up to Ninja Turtles, and then Ninja Turtles are just walking around like 
nobody's business. Just yeah. go to pubs and shit, which is kind of joke. Like, Mexico right. pulls off in medieval times because they have demons and shit running around too. Like, it's it's a crazy, like, you think it's going to be one thing starting the comic book and it completely just takes you out of pocket, which is, in my opinion, for all the properties that we've read, anytime they take turtles out and move them somewhere else, it's usually better than taking someone out and putting them in turtles. Right. Yeah, they're better guests than than hosts. They are because they when people know how to write them because their personalities just lend themselves to whatever environment because you have four distinct personalities. Yeah, and you can play up one and play down the others if need be. Well, Mike, Mikey becomes uh, MVP for like four out of eight of these runs just because yeah. hilariously like, oh my God, oh, what? Like he's just flipping out and everyone knows he can speak Japan. Like that seems to be the through line too, right? The Japanese, uh, the speaking Japanese, yeah. I just love that, like, that, that's a consistency that every, like, writer picked it up and, like, oh, let's just throw that nod, right? Like, everyone tipped the cap with that one, which I appreciate. So this is also, the demon in this is actually um, Savanti Romero, who's, who's actually, like, this was his first appearance. <laughs> he's, a, he's actually a, a, a Turtles villain. This was his first appearance, so he actually carries over from this. Nice. I did not have this toy. Which is kind of cool. No, I didn't have him either. <laughs> Like surface turtle fans probably won't know him unless they've watched. I think he was in the um, the 2012 cartoon, maybe you know, the one that went CGI. I didn't watch much of that, but I'm pretty sure he was in that. I don't know if he was in the uh, 2003 one. Hopefully, you you can appreciate when a property has that that deep of a rogue gallery. Yeah, but I've come to realize like and keep, like kept forgetting like Ninja Turtles has such a deep rogue gallery. Yeah. And they're all just hilariously mutated or aliens from somewhere else. And it's like, yeah. that's, that's the greatest like thing for a kid, right? Like, but you know, right. at some point we'll have to do a Rose Gallery episode on them. I mean, no, I was saying that without saying that. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying, but I'm just really going to air it out because I don't give a shit. I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about <laughs> turtles every goddamn week. So, you know, things happen. It's not a bad read. Uh, no, he, well, there's one thing to note that he, he the demon, uh, Savanti, raises an army of uh, laughing zombies. I thought that was funny. But just ha ha ha. <laughs> I mean, he gets the scepter and like he gets to run the role with power. It's not again. It's not a bad read. Uh, no, it's not bad. It's not great. How, how, yeah, well, it's the eighth. The eighth one out from the first one. So yeah. Know that going in, like it took a while before. I don't know. I, it's hard to say when. For me, they hit their run of like, oh, yo, this is the best kind of stuff because it's probably the most recent runs or stuff that you showed me were. Yeah, the, I, yeah. And fucking gone distances. But it's interesting in the original run where it kind of became like everyday kind of shit, right? When it was just like Rocksteady, Bebop, Foot Soldiers, Shredder, see you next, see you next week. Yeah. Because they are all they were always introducing like, oh, and there's this next mutant and there's this next dimension and there's this next, like it was, it was dope like that, right? So. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, when they, when they got a little um, full of the New York stuff and they started doing all Dimension X and shit like that, right? But you know, it's not that big, but damn, there's a lot of villains. And uh, how about the digital cosmic quartz watch that saved the day? Does that? <laughs> that was the there's, there's a couple weird things in there too. Like yeah. the giant, uh, watcher silver surfer head makes like a tiny little like Galactus kind of dude. Yes. And like he's like like his little minion shit and like yep. that like then like then it ends basically like yeah then it just ends. <laughs> Like some of these just wrap up so fucking quick. I'm like, you're not a sitcom, right? Like, I'm right <laughs> no, they just, they just they just dance into the thing. It's just like, okay, it's done now. Let's just wrap it up. Boom. Done. Well, like he he made small Galactus dude, and then made that watch that he uses. Like, just make the watch, right? Or like, <laughs> because I only have a head, like I I can't use a watch. 
Lord Simultaneous, by the way, is his name. Like, I don't want to give him that much credit because you weren't even smart enough to make the technology to be like, oh, I'll have, I'll have to just touch my nose to it and boom, boom, <laughs> yeah. get my sister back. But, you know, like, unless they made a digital cosmic quartz watch, like, this is a missed opportunity. But, like, bloop, 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 hits the watch, like, everything, like, uh, the turtles were, like, hemmed up and shit, too, like, all tied up. And yeah. No, so, like, <laughs> like, everyone was on their last legs, and then he just pushes a button, and I was like, hurrah! <laughs> this whole Com- story led to Com- pushing Com- a button. button. All right. Doesn't make me want to read uh, Cessibus anymore. What's his name? I already forgot his name. Oh, Cerebus. Yeah. The, it, the, he, he was, the, like, the third string. Yeah. Yeah, and it, w- with a lot of these things, it's like the, the most entertaining parts are the interactions between all the characters. Once the, yeah. the plot starts rolling, it's like, this is, I don't really care about this. <laughs> so, yeah, you just want to hear what the turtles say against this person and this person. But that was it. That's the, that's the you know, the, their first crossover. Moving so, on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1987 from Mirage Still. It's a short analogy during Turtle Soup. I don't know if you read this. We were trying, we were, this is in the notes. We were trying to get it back I read and forth. That, um, Usagi uh, Yojimbo. Page of Green, um, yeah, it's it's the one that looks like Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, yeah. that one's there too. So that, that this was the beginning of their relationship with uh, Miyamoto Yojimbo, like okay. Sagi Yojimbo. They he ends up becoming uh, he was a like a prolific comic book character himself, and he kind of joined. They kind of merged companies. Yeah, he, this was the place for him to shine. Yeah, so the first one was in the first one was in Turtle Soup in 1987. It was a short analogy. It was the third story. It was called Turtle Soup and Rabbit Stew. I don't. It's like eight pages long. It. Nice. I can run it to you right now. I don't. I don't know if you found it. Cause I know we were talking about it. Leo is feeling the after effects. So it, it's actually right after this. Okay. He was feeling the after effects of Lord Simultaneous, and that they called her that that Renee Dame. <laughs> Renee. And he, and he is warped to Japan randomly. So he dukes it out with some rough and tough outlaw Ronin. Like Miyamoto Usagi happens to get into a fight with him with some ninjas right next to him. So he, he gets off to Japan. He's fighting with some Ronin uh, samurai. And then at the same time, Usagi is fighting ninja right beside him, like in the same area. And as they back into another, they turn to fight each other. And Leo disappears back to New York. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just a little teaser, huh? Yeah, that's, the that's it. That was just a teaser, yeah. Turtle Soup and Robin's Dude. That's it. And that was the first, that was the beginning of their many crossovers because they cross over like almost a dozen times after that, I think. Yeah, again, he, he's such a perfect fit for this. It works, property. yeah. Yeah, that you, like, you wouldn't think it at first glance, but when you, again, peel back the layers and understand ninjutsu, and uh, I don't know what specific training uh, Usagi had, but the fact that he was a samurai ronin tradition and all that stuff, and that they're both uh, animals that aren't typically the way that you would interact with animals. It's just all the way cooler. So Yeah, ninja turtles, samurai rabbits. Hey, it works. So you read Shades of Green. You want to go through that at all? Uh, I read it. I read it a long time ago, but I didn't read it for this. I didn't because, like I said, we were just talking about it yesterday. I think it's, it's something. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's basically uh, they're in. I keep forgetting his name. So Usa, uh, Usagi. They're yeah. in Usagi's uh, Japan, but like whatever BC, like back in time. Yeah. And he's dealing with, like, it starts off with him just like basically fucking people up because he's just badass like that. But it gets escalated to the point that he has basically his own version of Master Splinter. And they're like, you're going to need more help. And he's like, well, who am I going to turn to? I don't have anybody, right? And his version goes and gets two uh, tiny little, four little turtles in a pond. And uh, says basically uh, incantation or 
uh, a spell to transport the present day turtles back to the time of Usari, which is insane. And then they all go on a basically like war rampage to go help out this bunny. Yeah, they like, they like, they summon, he summons them into real turtles that become Ninja Turtles. And are, like the ninjas are after, the group of ninjas are after him because he, his ability to do that, isn't it? Something like that? It, it's all a power struggle. Yes, that's right. Essentially, and he just needs kind of backup to help uh, regulate that shit. But I do appreciate in most of these comic titles, before they ever team up, there's always a face-off. Yeah. You get to see who they pit against their lead character, and it's Leonardo this round, because they're both obviously uh, katana holders. Mm-hmm. So like you always like that little test of strength to see, okay, like if we, if we needed to, I'd be the one to run you, or you can't run me, or this is what we need to learn moving forward. And that was uh, the three issues from 1993 called Shades. It's probably their most popular crossover. It might be. I think I remember reading that somewhere because it's volume. It was the volume two of Usagi Jimbo's run. So it's actually not even a turtle's run. It's just they featured in his book. It was the way that he can uh, make the spell was like a stone from a bigger stone. And like the bad guys wanted that tiny stone. Right. And they wanted to return it back to the full stone. That way no one could fuck with it. That's essentially the whole motivation for you need allies in order to do this. Right. You can't run through uh, grounds where all the villains are and put back the stone. So, no, right. it's cool. And the fact that it looked like a Rocco's Modern Life, I loved it and enjoyed because it, it just looked like a Saturday cartoon. But, like, there's, they're stabbing <laughs> different animals. Like, it's not gory, but it's definitely violent. Yeah, you know, this is the, uh, it's interesting because it's the, there's like two versions of it. One that, were, was from 93. I think we're talking about you, the Rock of Modern Life one is the two, 2017 one. That's one I, I read and I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, I read that one as well and then I went back and started reading the Shades of Green one and it's very, very similar. They just updated it? Yeah, they updated it, took a couple characters out, changed a bunch, bunch of things around. But, Watch um, out, you sounded like we're going to do across the pages of featured Usagis. Yeah. <laughs> He's, well, he's been crossed over. With, he's been he's crossed over them so many times. But yeah, there's the so there's just the shades of green ones from '93, and then the the remake, the re-update of it is from IDW in 2017. It's just a one shot. And Kevin Eastman, Kevin Eastman, and Peter Laird have nothing to do with it. It was all Stan Sakai and Tom Luth, the creators of um, Miyamoto Yusagi. Yusagi, so which makes sense because. Uh, everything is kind of funneled through the way that Usagi would talk and not necessarily how Ninja Turtles would talk. Like, that shows up. Right. They're basically, like, uh, it, they're less individual personalities and more like, okay, we just got to move to the next thing. Yeah, and it's, all, yeah, and it's more about, yeah, it's more about him. And Where Usagi was a personality. Jay. Okay, that's about, yeah, this, this honor, I got to get this shit done. So. He's like the giant catfish. Weird, but, like, not <laughs> as weird as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there's some good hot takes in there. There's, again, I love the Leo facing off against Usagi, but in yeah. the end, when like they really just start stabbing niggas left and right, that's like jokes too. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was more <laughs> they kill violent. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, they like it's super violent, but like the fact that it looked like a Saturday morning cartoon just drew me in even more. It's like, like it's it's hitting a couple things that like I didn't think there'd be a Venn diagram of it looks like Rocco's Modern Life, but like I saw a dude get dismembered and stabbed through his chest. Right, like so. Yeah, so the '93 version, the original version of the story, it's not the 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 art isn't as I don't want to say goofy, but it's not as goofy. It's a little more. It's a great word to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little more um, static, 
the turtles all have red so they're that far back and when people died in it they'd kill people they'd be like i'm gonna kill you and then the dead bodies in the ground would just have like a, a word bubble with a skull and crossbones in it so you, <laughs> so, you so just to make sure you knew they were dead that's good i like that attention to detail i was like that's i was like that's funny and i was kind of like that's actually i don't mind that the unintentional fun yeah yeah moving on to front another mirage one four issues long which is way too long in my opinion 1993 teenage mutant ninja turtles and flaming carrot pass (laughs) (laughs) hard pass this one was shit yeah that was a hard pass fucking hated it uh, written Bob Bird, done by Bob Burden and Jim Lawson. It's technically their second crossover, but first officially advertised one, like with a title, because the 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 soggy ones was in his run, and the turtle soup ones was an anthology, and the um, Cerebus ones were in the TMNT standalone title. So right. this was actually their first advertised crossover. It reads like someone that doesn't understand Ninja Turtles property yes, and you. their own property. Because their shit's like trying to be like the tick and kind yes, of yeah. like X-Men because they have like like certain characters like, all right, I can see how that's a Wolverine and shit like that. But like they don't understand how goofy to play it and how serious to take it. Yeah. And then you throw Ninja Turtles in it and they're like, oh, we, we really don't know what to do with you guys. Right? Yeah. So, the, to- the tone's all over the place. It's it's just. It's not good. It's I, hate, I hate it so bad. But Raph. And then forgets. four issues of it. I was like, how dare you make me read this? It's way one. too long. Yeah, it was, this was the hardest read out of the entire thing. I was just like, ugh. But Raph, uh, Raph becomes the Dark Avenger in this one. And there's empire. There's umpires that try to steal the Empire State Building. Like they, the, That plot point is funny, but it just doesn't... Nothing works. So no. when something's supposed to work, you're already upset that you're like, why did I... Why? <laughs> I wrote, I wrote a, yeah, I wrote a couple of notes here. This is funny. The first note is, dude does not get the turtles at all. <laughs> that's one. So that's that's how you know. That's, that's a bit of nerd rage coming out there. It's like he doesn't understand them. That's like that's like one one. We've talked about this before. Though. Even, my my biggest nerd rage is like like know what you're doing. Like if you yeah. know your character is great, but I don't think he knows his character. This is this is we've talked about this before, and I I'll say it every episode if I have to. But this is like in anything, any property, Marvel properties, even when they make the movies, if you you can do whatever you want with the plot and story. But if you don't get the characters right, what's the point of even throwing them in there? Like it doesn't, you know, if you, if you can't do Leo right, if you can't do fucking Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark, if you can't do them properly or like how they're known to be, what's like, <laughs> and if you unless you're trying to go way off. I don't, if, if you haven't listened yet, we got a couple bottle cap episodes Oh yeah. of uh, Ninja Turtles. One that dropped and one that's going to drop. Yeah. We're, uh, a group of people that understand how to make the Ninja Turtle sound and understand the character, and then a group of people that do not. Do not. Yeah. So look, look forward to a Coke's nerd rage on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Humor gets all fast, and they fight an army of flame people beating them. Yeah, I don't care. It's yeah. not a good. Yeah. I was, I was just going. I was just it's reading the. in here so as to understand, like, not everything with Ninja Turtles is great. No, it's avoid this at all costs. Or check it out and then understand how angry we get. Ah. Ah, look at that! Nice positive spin. That's not positive. I want them to. Start. <laughs> Don't read past the first issue. If you can get six pages in, Coco send you a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I'll make it myself. I'll scale. She's gonna have a carrot on it. Yeah, you got a uh, Then moving on later, ninety-three, Savage Dragon meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And this seems like second nature too. The fact yep. that these guys are teaming up. 
Image, one shot, 93, Michael Dooney and Eric Larson wrote this. It's a continuation of Savage Dragon number two versus TMNT. Which is so awesome. It, yeah, it's it's short. It It's fine. Yeah, uh, this is one of the ones where the writers are talking through Savage Dragon. So Ninja Turtles kind of play backseat to that. Yes. Uh, Savage Dragon's getting all the shine. Fair enough. Like, he, he's big, menacing, and awesome. Um, but it's not really a cross. Like, they really only needed one Ninja Turtle. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's the and that's the <laughs> that's the problem when you because when you boil the Ninja Turtles, you're getting four characters, and if you're some some stories and some works don't understand have room and don't they don't understand they don't have room for four other people just or so just Casey Jones who seemed to be a fucking hot number in all the the picks that you made like he's in six runs I yeah think. yeah I'm just like oh I showed up too it's like just take Casey Jones then because yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm here too <laughs> I can help and they're like really. All right, I guess. But they end up fighting uh, living gargoyles and stone monsters. It's a it's a cool comic. Like if you like Savage, it's pretty bomb. It's just Ninja Turtles don't do much more. Like Savage Dragon gets all the big hits. He gets yeah. all the snappy comebacks. Um, I think the turtles like help take down the dragon, but then something else happens, and Savage Dragon is just like I'm Savage Dragon. It laughs with cops, and then like shit works out for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, all right, we're out of here. It's like, in your face, Raphael. It's like, what? Like, this wasn't not necessary for these guys. And this is back when they were all still uh, red bandana, too. Yes, yes, yep. There is a second part to this called TMNT slash Savage Dragon. So the first one was Savage Dragon slash TMNT, and there's a reverse for the next one. I will check that out. What's that? I will actually check that out. Because I mentioned if the voice flips. Dude, which one did you read? Did you read the one with the, the woman abducting old people? Or did you yes. read the one? Yes, the one, right? Yes, that was the first one. So the follow-up's actually better. It was two years this, later. This one has a lot of cop influence, too. Like, like I get that Savage Dragon's like a detective, but he's yeah. in the precinct, like, hugging a dude. like Joe Schmo, and then he's got that, like, what's the fucking NYPD blue dude? Fucking bald head. Sipowitz or whatever. Like, there's that yeah. looking guy in that, like, the same prototype. Yeah. Give me a gun and badge. And I was like, what, what is this? Like, this is... <laughs> I liked in that one. He goes, "Son of a gun, they are ninja." <laughs> that, that was the that was the best part. <laughs> yeah, with the chick that looks like um, Electra's mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, what's her name? Virago. Virago. Yeah. A couple letters. I, I, a couple uh, a word jumble away from Viagra. But and uh, <laughs> and this is quintessential like '90s um, image like looking comics where everything was like sharp and like big chested and even like the the lettering is very 90s it's like yeah. oh completely takes me back to when like body body shapes didn't make sense but everything yeah. was awesome like everyone had like ridiculous muscles but like <laughs> their their heads couldn't fit on like the size of their necks like nothing like made sense but i was like this this is how comics are supposed to look right like, Ni- especially an image remember 90s image we'll, we'll talk about it another time but 90s <laughs> image was just fuck everybody's just everybody's a wrestler like everybody's you know in wwe well, like, even like like real wrestlers like they added extra muscles and depth like their chest was like the size of like a boat yeah and then they'd have their head on top and then they'd always have these weird poses where like they're looking back over their shoulder and like guns ablaze it's like none of this like when i finally took an art class i was like oh none of this makes sense at all no, no it was really at cool all, we kids right? but wait a second women's chest like yo these girls would fall over yeah, but they, so the next, the second one, the turtles see uh, their enemy complete carnage on TV, and Raph takes off by himself to to fight him, and he ends up 
you're gonna read this. I won't spoil everything, but there's like a okay, fuck. Who cares? That's it. There's a there's a flip to this, and they only bring one Ninja Turtle. Already, yeah. my my excitement is higher than for this one. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. That's it. So that's it. Um, the next one. I I would recommend checking this out. Both of them now that I know it's back to back. Yeah, they're 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 not bad. They weren't bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like mad after I wrote them, except for like, man, that. Oh man, I want to show you a picture of Savage Dragon right now. He's like his body. <laughs> like looking at bikini pictures of Savage Dragon? Or no, I was just, no, yeah, this is exactly what I was doing. Like, oh, <sighs> your reaction to camera. I want to show you this picture. <laughs> just, just fucking, yeah, just, just wait till just I share your screen, man. Put on your screen just, and share your screen. Wait till, wait you get the live and uh, uncut reaction. Um, but next one is from 96. Is this the Creed? Yeah, the Creed one. Lightning Comics. Creed meets TMNT. One shot. Written by, written, done by Trent Kani, Kaniuga. So he's the creator of Creed. I was never into Creed at all. I didn't even like. No, I didn't even know Creed was a thing. He yeah. Just, like, I, baby Bond grew up and got like a lot of hair. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, cool. But um, but you know. not a bad story. Like it's all around this one like gem or stone thing. <laughs> so I just, there we go. I just figured out how to share the screen. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my gosh. Yo, we gotta find out what comic this is. We're reviewing this comic. If only we could just show this picture to people. This is from the other TMNT crossover. Oh, so then we're fucking reviewing it. Oh my god, what the fuck is going on here? Imagine you got this as a toy. You would break it. You're like, yo, this doesn't even work properly. Like the it's... arms wouldn't be able to twist. No. It's a picture of Savage Dragon. I don't know how we can share this with them. Don't. Um, yeah. I'll have to put in the description or something. It's basically like every girl that uses those um, waist trainers, but he's got no, <laughs> he's got no butt. But it, like his butt is where his chest would be. So all that ass that like the waist trainer brings, it's just reversed up. Like and he's his, got the biggest ass chest ever. And his biceps are bigger than his thighs. Yo, his biceps could be the thighs on if you use the waist trainer for his all these forearms. Are models, right? Insane. Like, Turn, turn it upside down and be like, yo, it's the hottest green girl I've ever seen. I gotta find a way to share this in the description <laughs> or something. Or maybe I'll just tweet it. I don't know. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Save this. Save this. Because we're going we're to review this. Just <laughs> well, so we this is the it. second one. This is the one that you want. <laughs> I just want to talk about the art for this now. Because this is one panel. Like, oh my gosh. He shows up. This is how he shows. This is his entrance. Look at his ribcage. Like, yo, he's got weird, like, muscles coming out where his abs move to. Like, yo, none of this makes sense. The jeans is so tight. Even for a so mutant. No, I know. And uh, uh, who's his tailor? How the fuck you get arms that big and not ripping? Like, who makes a shirt where it's like a like a thirty four slim, and then the <laughs> arms are like <laughs> like big and tall? Like what? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Who's arms this big? Like, it's not even Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like to like the extreme level when like you see those dudes that just fucking work out. Like they're all on YouTube and they have like like forty inch pythons. It's so oh good. Gosh. It's so good. Okay. Anyway. That's the trailer for this episode. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But no, God that's, damn. that's fucking great. Okay. So I can't on. wait to be done. No. Sorry. It took me a little while to, to, to share that, to figure out how to share that. Yeah, wait. It was worth it. Um, yeah, Creed. Yeah, Creed's weird. Um, but not, I didn't like it. but It's not bad. Only because like they were going after that stone. Like The stone was the big driving force and everything. So I was like, I can get behind this shit. Right? And because the artwork is kind of... Oh, that was cool. Art, but like it's 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 like before it hits the crazy nineties and still like they're like it's stylized. Like yeah. the Ninja Turtles look like the coolest in this shit, right? Like yeah. 
they're amphibians, but it wasn't it wasn't a bad read. I'm glad I like there was worse shit that I read in this run. Yeah, yeah, the, no, the Flaming Care is definitely the worst. But this was uh, the 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 Creed one. Like I liked it at the beginning, and then it was kind of like, and they went here, and then it was done, and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, that was kind of because they rescued Creed from being jumped for his crystal by a bunch of like thugs. Right. And I like how there was only the two of them, Leo and Raph, that were warped yeah. to the to the Dream World with them. I appreciated that. It was it was playing out like an RPG. And yeah. So like you're happy that it's short, but this could have been four issues of him just going to like, okay, we gotta go here, we gotta go here, and I probably would have been alright with it. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, they they and Leonardo just murders so many guys. Yes. Like he's and like he, again stylized like the way he murders them. Like they have like amazing silhouette shots of him just like slashing out hearts. But he's like loving like, it. I was like, this is yeah. not. This is a different Leo. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, no, it was cool. I was like, okay, well, I guess he's uh, a little younger here. So again, this is one of the comics that understand Creed's voice and not necessarily the Ninja Turtles voice. Right. But I mean, I think really they just confused Leonardo and Raphael because I can see Raphael <laughs> all the same shit. I think you're right because Raph was like, I don't know why well, he's going yeah, so crazy. Yeah, and then... <laughs> you need to pull back a little. I was like, ah, you picked the wrong two, but I'm not mad at Leonardo. That's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think they just. They're like, up, like we don't care. They're wearing the same color mask, right? They're like, yeah. which one has the swords? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Use <Just> my swords. <laughs> I don't think Raph draws his size. So like, it's weird, but it, it looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, moving on to, it did actually. It was it was very short too. But anyways, yeah. moving on to TMNT meets X Files. I like this. So this was very good. So the, I actually, I actually have the the like I bought this back when it was new. Yeah, because it was, it's turtles, and there was during a large crossover. So this is one of four parts. This was a. I read this. I was like, well done. Like, well, it's from 2014. It's actually it's written by Ed Brisson. So you got a good writer on board too, like a well known writer. I enjoyed it. And they gave me a little brief of what's going on with Leonardo, who's already like dealing with some fucked up shit. Yeah, so it's a spinoff of um, the IDW run. And there was some, yeah, there was some messed up shit going on. So, so they carry over the baggage from the mainline run. And basically, uh, Leonardo was brainwashed by the foot. Yeah. And now they finally got him back and he's trying to shake all that shit. And like, that's yeah. great motivation and character arc for those four guys. Four brothers, I already know. I already know their headspaces. I already know what they're trying to get over with. And then you want to start to introduce how the X-Files unfold, that there are these four Manphibians of the North Amphibians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, dope. So it's like, great. Well, this was like I said. This I is one of, this is yeah. So it takes place like you're saying. It takes place right after the City Fall storyline, which we'll have to we'll have to cover at some point. That's a mate. That City Fall. I remember seeing you screenshots when I was reading it before we were doing all this, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, <laughs> "Like that's not that's not him doing." That. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's him doing it." Yeah. Um, I'm doing a vague on purpose, but we'll the City Fall yeah. storyline. We'll have to do it. Yeah, I was gonna say X. So this X Files conspiracy story—it's it's the X Files conspiracy storyline. It's where uh, Mulder and Scully were crossing over with a bunch of other IDW properties. So this was number one. Uh, there was sorry, I'm sorry. This is number one, but there was they also did Ghostbusters crossover, the Crow crossover, and Transformers crossover. The one that we read, the Ghostbusters that we read. No, no, no. I'm talking. This is the X Files people. Oh, where they crossed over to. Yeah, because I was going to say at the end of the episode, or sorry, the issue, they talk about the next property that they're going to bleed into. Right. And I thought, yeah. like, it's such a weird way to go about showing off your um, 
property. Well, I need a new word. Like for the X file guys to keep going into everybody else's world was a weird way. You would assume that they would bring them into theirs, but the way I love this um, issue, I would probably pick up a couple of those other ones just to see how they handled it. Cause yeah, because it's what like, really like how they, they they dealt with the turtles. Like they're so. It's not really all in your face. Like we got to beat up a whole sh street crew of foot soldiers. It's a lot of them just doing like detective work and like character building with what's going on with Leo. Yep. And then like, just kind of like, we got to make sure we're doing what we need to do until they meet these X-Files motherfuckers. So. Yep. And it's the lone, it's the lone gunman who are investigating like urban legends. At the same time, the turtles are crossing over this, this, this town. Oh, and that, that cowboy yeah. sheriff made me laugh a couple of times too. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. Did you just now, listen? Look, we don't need no more trouble around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the, the, it deals with pizza parlor vampires with foot fetishes. <laughs> you know, which is every, everyday thing. <laughs> and yeah, in the end, like, yeah, it's it's. I'm like you were saying from jump from the top is that um, they are in a certain headspace and they give you that background information before you read, so you know that the turtles are kind of. They're not as happy as as they normally are. Yeah, it's not a carefree situation. And then like, even the, yeah, like at towards the end where they kind of pull Leo aside and they're like, yo, could we get your blood kind of shit? Right. Like and Leo's all like, What the fuck? Right? Like yeah. so there's the nice back and forth between are you guys really allies or are you just here to fuck us up like everyone's been trying to like do? So No, it was yeah. really well done, like tonally across the board. They understood their characters and then how to treat Ninja Turtles in their world, even though they're traveling through where ninja does would be so yeah yeah and it made sense how they how they physically crossed over as well and yeah so i i didn't read the other three the ghostbusters the crow and transformers but um clearly if we haven't said it already we're kind of basically giving you our playbook for our next ninja turtle keg week because yeah. we're like oh we gotta read this now yeah we're gonna read this so yeah so now we go we only have three left but these are all big guns yeah, these are the multiple issues that deserve to be multiple issues. Yes, these are the ones that are, and like I said, they're the big guns. They're probably the most recognized. The most recognized, the three, the three best out of this whole group, I would say. And honestly, the ones that, if we're smart, could have released uh, toy lines and would have made bundles. Oh, I know exactly. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Both sides of fans. So which one do you want to do first? I have them in a, in a list, but you, there's a preference on how you want to. You have a three, two, one. What's your, what was your least favorite? Of the three. Oh man! Yeah, put you on the spot. I didn't even I didn't even rank them like that. I don't. I know, but you you have one you thought of of your favorite already. You know which one you love the best. So just do the math. Uh, now. Yeah, but there was one was like I want like like pure fun factor. There's one, but as in like good read. There's another. However you want to spin it. Oh fuck, man! I don't know. Unless you're passing to me. Yeah, I'm passing to you. That means that you you go ahead. Okay. I've been I've been leading this whole thing, so you you take over this part. Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, my my least favorite, and it's not even least favorite. It was just I already had something to compare it to. Was Batman Ninja Turtles? Right. So like I have an instant comparison to how this property translated to a movie, which is typically our question after any arc analysis. Anyways, like, would you like to see this as a movie? Let, this me, ask, is, let me ask something and, real quick though. Sorry. What, did you prefer the book or the movie? Which I was building up to. I like the movie better. Yeah, see, because remember I, during the during the uh, the three. bottle cap, I was like, "This is the difference between the book and the movie," and I don't know, like they both the the changes in them both work, so I don't know how. Yeah, but they work less here. Okay, go ahead. 
so it's, it's Batman uh, crossover to Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, so if you're from 2016. Story, and I'll tell you where it kind of, for me, it fell short. But it's still a fun read. Like, it's still... Yeah, it's great, yeah. A good Batman. That's probably it. It's more of a Batman comic than anything else featuring yeah, and, Ninja Turtles. And I read this when it was out. So I read this before I saw the movie. Um, do I don't know if that makes a difference. I, still, I think I still prefer the movie, but... Do you remember your initial thoughts of reading this? Because a lot's going on. I was blown away. So yeah. when I, the, my initial thoughts of reading this is when I first read it, I remember reading the first issue and I was like, I don't, this is not, this is going to be, this isn't going to be as good. <laughs> like, it's not going to be good. I was like, this is, there's no way. But I saw James Tinian and I was like, you know what? I, how can I not pick up this crossover? So I picked it up and I was, so I went in with really low expectations and it ended yep. up being good. So I was like, okay, this is, so I loved it when I first read right. it. And you said the writers and, uh, yeah, James Tinian written uh, art by Freddie E. Williams. So the thing for me for this, I, I think the movie's great across the board, and I think they understood tonally all of their characters. This one, pacing and tonally, well, I won't say tonally because it's all Dark Knight, Gotham brooding shit, but that doesn't always fit on all of the turtles. It really works for Raph. Like, Raph's a fucking MVP in this motherfucker. Yes, yeah, whereas in the um, movie it was, it was more Mikey and we were saying. And Mike's got a couple of jokes and shit like that. And obviously Donnie helps with tech when he can. But in terms of like pacing, like they kept trying to drop all these like huge appearances for the next character at the end of the issue, but it ends up rushing the entire issue to get to that point. Mm, like, okay. They're trying to drop in new, new characters and stuff like that for the next issue. You're all excited, but then you get to the next issue and they're just rushing to get to their ending. So by the time they get to their ending and their final battle, they're like, well, fuck, now we just have to get home. When, like, this sixth issue could have just been, like, half of the villains that they introduced, right? Yeah. They could have done a whole issue on just Batman and Splinter and their psychology back and forth, right? Yes, because Splinter's in this book way... Like, he wasn't even in the movie. No, but here he's, like, he, he carries weight, he's got yeah. gravity, and he's, like, there's moments where Batman and Leonardo are sparring, and he's training both of them. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I would have taken a whole issue of just Batcave shit. Bat, Bat, yeah. Batman cave. Yeah, I agree. Right? And then what's better in the movie for me is they brought in featured Batman characters quicker. Like, Damien doesn't come into, like, the fourth issue. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't make sense with the whole flow of everything, right? Like, right. he would have been the first people to know, like, oh, yo, there's fucking aliens because he's already doing that recon mission. So, like, there's a, there's a lot of turning wheels. And they make it work, but like they shoehorn it in so fast. It's like either make this twelve issues and give everything enough time to breathe, or cut out half the like non-essentials, right? Because they they do that same fucking um, Arkham Asylum animal shit, but like yeah. that's like half the issue. Like that yeah. doesn't even not the whole issue. No, but that's the climax in this. Whereas in the in the um, like that's a sub boss in the movie it was kind of a throwaway so I kind I don't know I but that's not even the climax because the climax is supposed to be Ninja Turtles fighting Ra's al Ghul and Shredder yeah but they spend more time well like first of all like it's a bait and switch because Damien and Batman go in and basically Batman loses to uh, Polar Bear Mr. Freeze he's yeah. like Damien get out of here you can't like this is our deal right like just make sure no one can escape from a, like uh, Arkham right so you think Batman's gonna sacrifice himself after he already picked a fight or Raph picks a fight with Batman in the cave. They're all like, we're going to go home. And then they just show up to save the day. But like, it's a, like, it's a weird dynamic of how Batman's operating in this world. Even though he knows he has allies, he's still like, well, fuck him. I don't need him. And then like, it turns out you need them. So it was like, huh? How did you, so how did you like, how did you like, so many questions I want to ask you. 
how did you like the um, the whole mutagen complication? Like how they only had a certain amount of time to be there because they were in different universes. Do you think that was needed or do you think that was like, I said, kind of makes it, it makes everything kind of like we were saying during the bottle cup, it makes it more urgent. So there's not, there's less jokes to be told because they know they're on a clock. Right. Right. But they heavy loaded the first issue with all of that jargon and shit. So by the time the second issue came, I wasn't even caring about that stuff. I wish it was like a line of dialogue when they came through about like, okay, yo, and we're on the clock. Right. But you added all the science in the beginning to get me the reader caught up to what's going on. When all I really cared about, like, I, I would have accepted a magic scepter and then appearing against Batman and shit, right? Like, so all that initial shit, like, was what in one ear, out the other, till they got to where the, the fun was going to happen, right? Right. And then from there, they were always chasing the next thing without giving time to breathe for the circumstance. Because, like, they the, initially, Batman and Ninja Turtles are fighting in the street. And he gets to use all these fucking, like, he uses the Batmobile to, like, wrap him up and shock him and shit like that. But, like, Splinter comes in quick and it's like, Ninja Banish, get out, right? And I was like, damn, I, I could have taken a whole More issue. That. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then move into the next issue where, like, Splinter's like, okay, we got to climb this fucking south side of the Batcave to find the Batcave, sneak in. Batman's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, yo, I already know you're Bruce Wayne. Fuck all that shit. Like, we need you right now. He's like, all right, cool. When all of that could have been like another round or just like psychology from Master Splinter to the background. Like the one time they did let it breathe was when Raph is like, yo, fuck all this shit, right? Like they get dummied at one thing and like Raph gets cut up by, it's either Shredder. I'm pretty sure it's Shredder. It's not Ra's al Ghul yet. Because they, they pull Ra's al Ghul till the end. You know, we get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Like, Casey Jones is in this shit too. Like yeah. there's, weird, there's weird choices. But the, the one part that they gave time to breathe was when Raph storms out into the night, I don't know how he gets a trench coat and his trench hat, but it's yeah. storming rain and he's got all that shit. Batman pulls up, he's like, yo, get in. And the they have their heart. heart. Yeah, yeah, and you get the Batman origin story again. But like the depth of understanding both characters as they're both lone wolves, they both like to do it by themselves, but they both now understand that they have family. Like that shit, they gave enough time and it made sense for those two characters moving forward. So I was watching Raph, like I was paying more attention to Raph in the later issues because all that shit kind of plays out. And they have they have a version of that of that scene in the movie too, but it was like really quick at the end. And they reverse it. Right. And they reverse it, yeah. Raphael gives Batman the and I, I appreciate it. I just like that for me it was like growth of Raphael. Like this is more on par of who that character is. But like this is another property that probably would have done better if they just pulled Splinter and Raphael into the into the past. Right. And then instead of getting Casey the other turtles show up and it's like, okay, now we're at full force. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, that's a good point. Cause you don't get the same hero fights here. You like, I don't no. think Batman fights shredder at all. And they just keep throwing more people in to give exposition. Cause yeah. April shows up too. And she's like, okay, I got everything fixed. I was like, I don't need another character. I already didn't need Casey in here. Then they have the whole Dr. Khan guy. And plus um, the entire row gallery of yeah. Arkham. And they yeah. don't even get a payout. Right. Like it's, yeah. I do appreciate that um, Bane was an elephant. That makes more fucking sense than a cheetah. <laughs> yeah, he, he just fucking choking out uh, Damien and uh, Bruce, right? Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. So, like, tonally looks, was it, yeah, tonally looks great, and like you, they understand it's in Gotham, so everything's a little more muted. So, like those storming rain scenes with Raphael and shit, like that shit was deeper because it's in Gotham, right? Even the Jim Gordon stuff was kind of okay, but they threw so much dialogue in there. You didn't get the punchy jokes. They were just trying to change it up to like, okay, like this is this is serious, like shit's fucking up in Arkham. 
but the pace is so fucking not suited for what Batman is or for what Ninja Turtles are. Because you can have it fast and quick like Ninja Turtles, but you have to speed up Batman, or you can have it super slow and let Batman like creep, but you have to slow down the Ninja Turtles too, right? So they didn't understand that. And then the fact they just kept throwing things in. That and again, I enjoyed this read. This is the the least of my three favorites, and that's only because I saw a movie that did it better. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, they're all good points. So we'll have to do something because they've done it twice before, like twice afterwards. They've done there's a second and third series. The third series came out just last year. Apparently, there's going to be a fourth one. I don't know if that's confirmed or not. I remember hearing rumors of that. So we'll have to do something about those. Because I know in the, I think the second one, Bane's the main villain, and in the sure. third one, I think it's Krang. So awesome. Something like that. So we'll have to do. We'll have to check in and see if they get any different. I, I still think Joker isn't needed in both iterations. You're right. They just threw him in because he's Joker. There's no... No rhyme or reason. No. They worked fine with with just Shredder and Rosh. I do like in this one how uh, they're not together from the beginning. They were kind of... Shredder did his own thing. I mean, you could and argue that Shredder didn't need fucking um, Ra's al Ghul because he was fucking up Penguin and shit. Like They had that same crazy scene where Penguin's like, ah, you'll pay me for all this shit that I'm getting for you. Penguin's a snitch, by the way. And well, I don't care. And then Shredder just grabs him, like, what money? And it's like, my troops will kill you. And he's like, what troops? And they have that great panel where all the foot soldiers are just flying out the air, yeah. killing all their troops. I was like, yo, like, Shredder's such a badass, right? Like, he I really like doesn't that. need anybody else. Like, the fact that he has to keep signing up with these extra, extra baddies doesn't make sense. But, you know. Okay, anyway, so then moving on to. So we did like. Did oh, like that and, one. and Mikey rides the Tyrannosaurus uh, Rex, which is dope. Yeah, they, they, there's a couple. There's a couple parallels that they kept for the movie, like that, for example. So what's your what's your second favorite? Now that we've re- removed, I've removed Batman from the choices. What's your number? Do you know which one you like the best of the two? I really, really liked the Ghostbusters one, but your- I but I really like this. So the Power Rangers as, as pure fun factor, I think Power Rangers gets it because it was just it was just crazy it was like what the f-? like they threw everything at you but the go- bleed, by the way <laughs> you just had to name the second best i had and- to well fuck it we're getting to it one's one's ghostbusters one's power rangers but you named both so named which both. one is your number two i'm gonna say power rangers not bad i'm gonna say power rangers because the ghostbusters one just the well we'll get there the- when we talk about ghostbusters let's talk about power yeah. rangers. all right talk about which, which is a cool I- read yeah it was cool idw and boom crossover Writers. You? Which ones do you? How did you rank these ones? Writers. How did you? you, you how did you rank these ones? Writers. Oh, sorry. Ryan. Ryan Parrott wrote this, and there's a bunch. There's different artists on this. Simone DeMio did this one, but yeah. I have Power Rangers higher only because of the end payout. Right. Like okay. I, I like the final scene, and that just took me back. Ghostbusters is great in its own self, but I feel like that one was a little too long. So, but we'll get there when we get there. I this think one, I, it had its problems too, but I enjoyed the read. Like it was, this was such a page turner for me. Yeah, it, it was. This was crazy, just because of the fan service in it. It was. It was like when they. It's like a cartoon. It's bright colors. It's flashy. They don't waste time with a lot of exposition. Like you're thrown into action, and it's like yeah. go 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 go. And it's like, well, what else would I want from a cartoon, let alone a comic, right? So like they had me hooked from issue one. That's fair. And then they fight that uh, apoc. I really, I just wanted to throw this in apocalyptopus in the beginning. <laughs> I love that name. That's great. 
that's the monster that the Power Rangers fight. Like I said, the pure if you're looking just for a pure fun factor, this is the this is the one. This is the best one on the list because I like you were saying, you, you flip pages like crazy, but. And I, I like the B storyline or A storyline of like Tommy being in the foot soldier clan. Oh, did you like that? Yeah. And then, but yeah well, that had the best payout for me. Like the, the one twist I fucking enjoyed better than anything else. Actually, there's two twists I really enjoy. Um, I don't know if we're going to give it away, but like obviously Tommy being with the foot clan, he still ends up becoming a power ranger, but he's not the only green ranger. Yeah. This one, let's but keep Pepper this one close. This one, this, this just came out like the fifth, the last issue just came out like last week. Okay. So we'll keep this one a little close to the chest, but yeah, there's a... There's fun reveals and fun twists. I don't think Ninja Turtles needed to get all the fan service, to be honest. That's the one thing I was like, these guys don't yeah. need this. Yeah. But I love that fucking you-know-who. Yes, the, that, was, you know, that was the... You know who? That part was like, when I, saw, when I read that part, I was like, oh, shit, that's sick. Right? Like, so coming. Like this, this one understood how to talk Ninja Turtle and how to talk Power Ranger, and I appreciated that through. And then the fact that they gave this kind of like lone wolf Ronin story with T- Tommy was the crossover, right? Yeah. Like typically it's usually a Ninja Turtle character that's crossing over, but it's really like a Tommy story. And the fact that like, he just you know, has like parental figures being Rita and Shredder that he just leans to left and right. The fact that they could manipulate him for his power was pretty dope. I enjoyed that. Did you know he had a brother? I didn't know. No. Yeah, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't care either. I was just like, oh, I didn't even realize. Like, they... I'm not big onto Power Ranger lore, but I no. like see no. it. I'm like, all right, I'll geek out. I remember when I was a kid, and I was like, yo, Dragonzord. Like, there's a Dragonzord in that. That's the one thing I'll fucking spoil. And that should have known was like, yes. I do like that. I do like how uh, when the when the turtles were just fighting the uh, the Foot Clan, right. and Raph gets dummied by that one. He, he was like, <laughs> he he was mad, right? It was Tommy dummies him, and he was like, he was mad about it. I was like, that's, and he wouldn't and let it, was, it go. It was probably. I want to say it was Mikey, but it could have been Donnie that said, how does a dragon... It was Donnie. Oh, yeah, I had that written down. Yeah, that blow his flute through the helmet. I was like, yes, right? I remember, I remember looking at the page. I was yelling. I was like, thank you. <laughs> this has been a question burning in my head for years. So good. Props to Donnie. I definitely appreciated that because that showed that they understood each one's attitude. And Donnie's always the sarcastic. Like, that, that's not logical. Like, there's no accuracy in this shit happening. So like, yeah, I feel that's, like that's they, the... they got the Ninja Turtles down on this one. I'm looking at my notes right now, and I'm, I've got some spoilier ones here, but I'm, I'll avoid those. But just in general, it was like cool ideas, cool interactions, and well-integrated backstory instead of just heroes team up and take on villains. Yeah. The uh, MacGuffin to get everyone back home was like, meh. But by that point, you don't care because the climax was pretty damn dope. Yes. Yeah. Shout-outs yeah, to, the, the... Shout to Dude. That was basically the parallel for um, Alpha 5. And then shout-outs to... Um, the rock, rock steady and bebop little cameo in the background. That was, yeah, that was. We yeah, gotta clip that. That's the fucking like. That's a picture that we gotta fucking hold on. Yeah, to. the fact that bebop and rock steady made the appearance here because they're our boys. <laughs> we gotta be like, yeah, this is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just like they're, they're above. Not, I don't want to give too much about the scene. Um, no. But that was like yes, right? Like that's a, that's a a writer that understands. And then that last that last twist. Not give the fans. That last twist when. That's the best one. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, shit. We can't fully talk about this one, but that's why this this one was my favorite, I guess, because of the fan service. But the fact that I got to see fucking Zords and Ninja Turtles interact with that, that was like, okay, cool. These are the toys I would buy. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean by a fun fact. If you just want, like, man, could you you imagine if you you were somebody who loved the Power Rangers just as much as you love the Turtles? Like, this would be, like, 
But there is a fucking group out there. No, oh, of course there are. I, I, like we like I, like I grew up with Power Rangers too. I just didn't. I stopped caring about them after like the second. Full, full circle moment to our intro where we were talking to our. Yeah, exactly. Right back <laughs> to the Power Rangers. The the first generation Power Rangers. I loved that shit. But Billy's really, so really not a complete pussy. Trace kind of a badass, even though yeah. she doesn't look Asian. Um, what's her name? What's Pink Ranger again? Kimberly. Kimberly was uh, kind of a like she's a little moody and broody. Uh, Tommy's doing his own thing. Zach and Jason basically like, all right, yo, we're the we're the gunners, and then they, they yeah, I liked I like Zach's generation. Like I liked how him and Mikey got along because <laughs> <laughs> it was like Man, these guys have these guys are gonna have fucking fun. And, they, and again, the book was fun. Yeah, book. Yeah, that's that's this is the this is the most. It's funnest a word. I don't know if it's, but this is the f- right. most fun. But this is the funnest book out of the whole list. Even uh, Zordon's character design was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you read his voice and Brian Cranston's voice? Of course I did. Or well, in the, no, no, in no. The, I went, come on. I went straight old school. Straight old, attaboy. <laughs> like we need teenagers with attitudes. How dare you? I'm surprised we haven't reviewed that movie yet. Come I haven't see seen it. it. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen it. it. It's yeah. fucking, I'm not filling in that blank. So Listen, we'll the, black, the black kid's not the black ranger, and that's not a good thing in my book. That's oh, already, okay. Yeah. That's already one way to start off <laughs> in the wrong column. What is he, blue? Yeah. Okay. So he's basically the pussy because they made blue pussy in this yeah, blue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It is. Pink's not pussy. Pink is just female. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yellow's Asian until they're like, okay, yellow can be black or Asian. Right. And now it's yellow can be black, yellow. Who is the black sorry, ranger? Then? Asian, black, or it can be, um, for purposes of that movie, Hispanic. When they went to ninjas, they made it a black chick for Trini because she actually, the, the actress actually died. That's right. Yeah, Trini died. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the original. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when they made it black. That's she died in like a car accident or something, didn't she? Or something yeah, crazy. it wasn't. It wasn't a fun story. Too soon. A, have you ever looked up the history? Have you ever looked at the history of all those those five or six? I guess including Tommy. It's, it's very tortured. Except oh, for except, half, for except for Kimberly and Tommy. Yeah, yeah Amy Jo Johnson kind of made it out. I know she her, made it out, and Tommy's done his thing for the wrong reasons. Don't ask me no follow up questions. What's that? I said, I know her full name for the wrong reasons. You can't ask me follow-up questions. I want to know. Yeah, off air. <laughs> it's a new world. I can't say all the same hot takes that I want to say. Okay, because okay. I know her full name, but that's because I used to watch... Uh, what the fuck is that show called? I can't really call it Flashpoint. Flash, was it Flashpoint? Yeah. She was on that, but I was like, anyways. Oh, so you're a geek. I'll tell you what. Uh, Thuy Trang was her real name. The actress that played Trini. Trini Kwan. Okay. And unfortunately, she passed away. Um, Amy Amy Jo Johnson had a couple of nudes released, and I was like, "Oh, I know this name now." Oh, <laughs> I definitely googled that. Way, I I can type a- Amy Jo Johnson real fast on my keyboard. Did you ever see what happened to uh, the Jason actor? How far do you really want to go down this? No, I don't. I don't. But the- <laughs> so we should it's probably so like a good comic. We hope all the Power Rangers are doing well and safe. Yeah, as much as you can be. R.I.P. to. Uh, Ms. Tran, Trang, apologies. Uh, you go the bottle cap, is it? I hope the of you guys aren't dead, because that's a hard follow-up, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to move to the next comic? Speaking of uh, death, TMNT slash Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was pretty good, but like, yeah, A little rough. A little, little, it wasn't no, it was smooth, it was just a little dark. Well, fucking R.I.P. now. Damn. What are you doing? Are you playing with the bottle cap, can you? Well, one just dropped. <laughs> fucking bottle of cap police over there. What's wrong with you? If I can hear it, they can hear it. They don't give a fuck. You calling out all these dead people. I gotta say, R.I.P. Harold Ramis. 
because Egon is no longer with us. Oh man, I don't want to do this. Yeah, anymore. you idiot. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, you're you brought it up. Um, so from 2014, IDW four issues. There is a second one from 2017. We didn't cover it in this, but it's probably worth a shot. Written by Eric Burham and drawn by Tom Waltz. And this is somewhere. So this is like the X Files one. It's kind of a spinoff of the IDW series. So it's somewhere around issue 40. With with did you notice the links to the secret origin of the Foot Clan stuff? Yep. Katsune is shown tossing her brother of hers, Chiyu, into the Utron portal. This is how you do an opening, right? Like if you want to give background compared to what's one I didn't like, uh, Batman, where it's just like a dude for the Batman one. It was just the scientist in his lab just giving giant word bubbles of exposition. Yeah. This one is basically a small encapsulated story that will catch you up to where the Ninja Turtles are. Yeah. Before we throw you over to what's going on with the Ghostbusters. Well, this was a nice even split of uh, I was gonna say Batman of Ghostbusters and in and and TMNT. I like I think with the Batman one, it was way more Batman yeah, featuring yeah. the turtles. This was more of an even split, and the four the eight characters rather got on so well that I just well I want to say the nine characters because uh, fucking Janine is badass in this motherfucker. Yes, too. yeah, fair enough, but. Yeah. but Yes, the writers understood each individual character, including Janine, including all, like these random people I didn't even know, but like their how they would interact with each different character, which they all got a chance to do, yep. was fucking perfect and on point. Like tonally, this was the most complete uh, run of comics. Yeah, for yeah, I think that's why it, it resonated with me so much. I just lo- I just loved reading it. Like I, it wasn't as crazy high, high octane fun as the Power Rangers one was, but this one was still it was a different kind of fun. But that's that's not who the Ghostbusters are, right? Like, right, exactly. Burst of action, and then it's all just like, like I guess, a firehouse where they're just hanging around, uh, talking to each other, right? Yeah. So the fact that they could evenly weave in like sarcastic humor, funny humor, and then like the science behind all these weird things, like this was a shining book for Donatello, who got to play off Egon and Stance real well, while everybody else was really just sarcastic in the background and being like, so when do we get to fight, right? Like yeah. Just making fun of whoever their brothers or their partners were. So like that really worked. And then there's, a, I, I don't want to say a lot of science, but enough where I'm like, oh, this seems like it's plausible. Like whoever's writing this. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that's exactly, that was. Ex- like, oh, this, this, this seems like a perfectly reasonable plan. Like, that's just <laughs> how I read it. I, I, like, there's, there's a couple of <laughs> wordballs I had to read twice. And I was like, I guess that, yeah, it yeah, sounds like it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And you just look at that <laughs> animation. It's like, oh, there's there's the thing that I was not imagining, but that's what it looks like. Yes. We need a dimensional breach, follow, fix it up, all that junk. I'm not sure if this is real or not, but it sounds like it is. So I'm just going to roll with it. Sounds like these guys did their homework, the writers. I mean, they, they know to walk the walk. So I'll give them that, right? There is a little bit of filler with April and Casey, again, who I feel don't need to be in this at all. That's a good point. They don't, yeah. Considering you already had six characters on the Ghostbuster side. And that's not counting the giant um, God bull who was awesome. Yeah. Like I like, I like the villain that they used, Yeah, but I appreciated in each issue before you even got started, they gave you the intro bubbles of each character and they gave you like, this is their personality type. So expect this essentially, right? Like Raph is, says Raphael, the most temperamental of the turtles, a born brawler. And in every issue, he's fucking getting upset about something and going off to fight, right? Yeah. So that's one of the best cheat codes you can do when you're having a crossover issue. Just give the reader a constant reminder of, this is the tone that we want to be talking 
with this guy, especially if you have so many cooks in the kitchen, right? Yeah, because you're right. Because you don't know, like, we love the turtles, but we there could be people that just read the Go- the Ghostbusters comic and know virtually yeah, nothing about the turtles, right? So Correct. you gotta have like that's for people like that know them well, they'll just skip over it. What's what's the matter? It doesn't doesn't feature to the, the total page count, right? So it doesn't doesn't fucking matter. But to those that need it or want it, fuck, it's a good refresher. And again, like the thing about Power Rangers where imagine the fan that loves Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles so much. It's the same thing with this book, but even better because they have references to crossing the streams. You see Slimer in a cage. Yeah. They talk about like the containment field system like down below. Like it's, I don't want to say a love letter, but it's definitely someone that's like, yo, we know our fucking playbook on Ghostbusters and we'll give you extra shit for Ninja Turtles because that's not hard either. Yeah. See, and I had a feeling this, I thought this one might be your favorite because I know you... You're not a huge Ghostbusters fan, but I know you 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 dig them. I love. Here's yeah. you, you say reading it in uh, Brian Cranston's voice, Zordon. I was yeah. definitely reading all the Ghostbusters in their like actual actors' voices. That's amazing. Bill Murray's yeah. all over this motherfucker for me. Yeah, but, yeah. That, that made it funnier when you read his dialogue because you're like, oh, you read him as like a surly, sarcastic asshole, right? But he's still like a super genius. Yeah. But he's like not even the smartest on his clique. So then you bring in the, all these next four and like. Donatello slots right in. Like he's yeah. The- yeah, him and Egon. Just, <laughs> like, like, like him and Egon going at it like intellectually. I was like, this so is so awesome. And then every so often they'll cut it down with like, oh yeah, let's get pizza. And Mikey's talking about like, oh yeah, you can put pineapple and sriracha on this one. And like, I had no idea, right? Like one of the drops is like they go to UFO pizza to get pizza and shit. Like that's, that's right, yeah. I will say this one probably has I love the art in this one. I know it's yeah. kind of there the human faces look a little funny, but I love the art in it. I love how the, the shading and stuff and the and the lighting i loved it i thought it was great it was my favorite and, uh, art. the the way the characters are drawn yes the uh, embellished features so everyone looks simply themselves they're like comic book characters <laughs> well like there's di- different versions of that but yeah i know exactly what you're saying you just gotta yeah. be it's like stylized on that version i'll take back what i said about casey jones because he's actually he does shit in this one yes that's right the, yeah the the uh, what's his name? Chiyu. So it's actually Kitsune's brother, right? The, this and, main and demon. He goes basically a minion for Chiyu. Yeah. Is it Chiyang? Chiyu. Chiyu. But the fact that, like, off of the strength of Casey Jones, um, Chiyu goes to a hockey rink and starts recruiting other hockey players. Yeah. I laughed hard at that. I was yeah. so <laughs> like, I love hockey. Like, he's like, all right, I'm going to go get more goons. And he yeah. literally just goes to an ice rink and picks up goons. Just a whole bunch of hockey goons. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns them into, like, uh, demons for him. Like, that was, that was a good hot take, right? I was like, okay, they understand Casey Jones a little better. And then there's – when they're trying to battle back for his soul, essentially, there's a couple moments between Raph – and Casey Jones, where they're facing off. And even after the fact, that's another kind of nod to the fans of Ninja Turtles, because they know that that's the kind of relationship where it's always banging heads, but it's like the, the, the closest two brothers outside of those turtles. Like those are the guys that give each, they break each other's balls, but that's how they fucking know they like each other. I was waiting for a cricket reference. I really wanted a cricket reference, <laughs> but didn't get one, but you know. Either they give Casey Jones too much weapons that we don't know what he's doing, or they just give him a hockey stick. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. He, he's not really a good vigilante. He's no, good, he's not. He's terrible. He, he's, this, this is not him. I don't know how he's getting broken. And then, like, April's like a scientist in this, so they always change who April's. I guess that's just evolved through comics of, of her. Yeah, just she's so become, the, she's, uh, yeah, in, I mean, in the, smart now. In, yeah, in the IDW books, she kind of, she learns, 
she kind of absorbs whoever she's with. So they spend a lot of time with Harold, and he's in this one too. Yeah, uh, Professor Honeycutt, and he they they spend a lot of time with him, and a lot of his his knowledge bleeds off into the others, kind of. So, but she's more than just she's not even like she never even does her job. Like she's not even like a news reporter anymore. <laughs> she doesn't like she barely does her job anymore. <laughs> and when I was reading it, she just kind of spends her days helping the turtles whenever they need like a human, right? But she's she's getting smarter. Yeah, she's she's not just a chicken a trench coat anymore. A tr- uh, yellow uh, coveralls. Um, they they complete the whole. I don't want to say trifecta, but every time there's a vehicle in one of these crossovers, Michelangelo is the first one to be like, "Yo, I want to ride that." Yo, let me push the button, <laughs> and he does that all over this, and it's like, yes, like that's the. And you, I read the, the sound bubbles like because I have that the Ghostbuster alarm in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, do you like it when Ninja Turtles are shorter than like the average like six foot two human? Or do you like when they're taller? Yeah, I don't because they're don't, like micro-sized. They're like five five maybe in this. Yeah, they're small in this. I and everyone else is towering over them. I was like, I don't like when Ninja I don't, Turtles are short. Yeah, I don't like when they're short either. I, it's it's funny because they like they're turtles, they're not necessarily large creatures, but but they're mutants. The, but they're, they're mutants, they're exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fucking, 50, 50 stories tall if you really wanted to. Yeah, they should be at least a head bigger than everybody else. But so like, there's moments when they're all standing and like you see how short they are. And I'm like, nah, I'll give enough for. I think that's kind of a nod to the Ghostbuster writers being like, well, this is a Ghostbuster comic, right? So we're not we're gonna, gonna put them above them. Like those are those like little um, artistic nods where you're like subconsciously you don't see it, but like you know there's a difference between these set of characters and these set of characters. Right. Yeah, because these ones are only up to their freaking shoulders. So, I'm not going to say racist, but racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one thing that didn't make sense to me, um, is it Ray that builds all like the special type of uh, proton packs for the Ninja Turtles? Like They get built so. special weaponry, yep. but it, it doesn't do the same shit as a proton pack. Like It's more like extra hand-to-hand combat shit. And I was like, that's a waste, right? Like They end up using Ghostbuster Gats, but I was like, I thought they were going to get like... You remember the... <laughs> the ghostbuster women's run yes say what you want about it they they made up cool new inventions for it right so like they right. all got their own personal type of proton pack fuck up ghost shit see i didn't watch i didn't watch that movie either oh, so God. is it good uh, i heard people getting mad about it but... <laughs> no comment uh okay so no comment it, it, it's not it's... but it has its charm is what you're saying i uh i just wanted them to have like a cooler like in power rangers they kind of give them a ninja turtle equivalent weapon right. yes they do yeah, this right. one, they only go halfway they don't go full circle i was like oh that was a missed opportunity but by that point it, we're already in like the fourth issue and i'm like all right yo let's see if they can bust up and even the oh, are we not gonna ruin this i like how the you boss can ruin this. you can ruin this well i just like how the boss like tried to take over his soul and then that turned into like a new sub boss boss like yeah i i like the villain the villain was really strong in this it was cool yeah i liked him a lot um but yeah this is it's easy to make a case for number one because they're like three issues leading up to the end was great for me and then for power rangers it's easy to make i can make a case for them because the three leading up is fun but the final the final battle is like oh okay sweet geek 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 for Power Rangers, yeah, Power Rangers, yeah. yeah, it's the Power Rangers is the most. I think it's the most fun. This was my favorite book. I this think this, the, this understands both properties and how to do it justice. And, and I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't. Movie. I wasn't expecting 
to like it as much as I did. So it was kind of surprised. So I get it kind of gets extra points for me just for like the pleasant surprise thing, you know, the hidden gem almost. Right. It's like, oh shit, this is great because I don't really care too much about Ghostbusters, but I loved this book. I loved, but I you get Ghostbusters. What's that? But you get Ghostbusters. Too, yes, right? I get. One thing yeah, yeah. Airboy, like to understand the property, it's like that's all you really need. You could kind of walk in blind with this and just be like, I'm a Ninja Turtle fan, but to understand Ghostbusters is. Yeah, so yeah, like have, yeah. Just have a foundation in what that is. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand them and I appreciate them. I like them. I just don't. You know, you don't fuck with them. I'm just. I'm not like. Oh yeah, you they know. Don't fuck with them. I know Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't fuck with them. And then again, big big uh, shout outs to Janine. I, I don't remember, I don't remember the other female character who was in one panel. They have them side to side in a different panel, but like it looked like a copy and paste job. It's just Janine's just a different red color hair. Different. Yeah, one's a brunette. Black like, and red. Oh. Yeah. That's not good, but uh, she was another character. <laughs> yeah, she was there too. But uh, no, it was fun read. What was her name? That was um... Kylie Griffin. Not she either. manages Ray's occult bookstore, fantastic researcher, uh, eidetic memory, eidetic, eidetic. Lack of patience, likes ghostbusting more than she lets on. We could probably just do all of these fucking hot takes. Dr. Ray Stan, PhD in psychotherapy, tinkerer and inventor, co-designer of all the ghostbusting equipment, takes joy in discovering, uh, di- takes joy in discovery, the heart of the team. Janine, um, office manager and occasional ghostbuster, a little bit of psychic about certain things, not to be trifled with, very true. Dr. Egon Spengler, PhD in parapsychology, polymath, Occasionally accused of having Asperger's, <laughs> but he's really just usually interested in, he's really just not interested in what you have to say. Winston Zeddemore, honorary doctorate in night school for law, Marine, soft spot for kids and hard luck cases, a believer. And the guy with the eye on his prize, um, Peter Venkman, PhD, and parapsychology as well, and psychology, innate ability to manipulate, <laughs> generally considered the mouth of the Ghostbusters. Oh, wait, let me do the turtles then, eh? Uh, Michelangelo, friendliest and the most outgoing of the Ninja Turtles. Michael like, loves meeting people. I like how you called him Michelangelo. That was good. He, he's an he's a artiste. Donatello, yeah. <laughs> smartest of the turtles, able to understand and work with complex technologies. Casey Jones, hockey-loving, vigilante, and friend to the turtle. He's a terrible vigilante. I like how they foreshadow here with hockey-loving there. You got, and he's even got a, a hockey stick in his little um, picture bubble. April O'Neil, science whiz, friend to the turtles, aided in the construction of the transport, uh, the construction of the dimensional transport with uh, Doc, like you were saying. Chi Yu, an immortal playing a game for control of the turtles, Earth, the turtles Earth, worshiped as a god, of war in China, Raphael, the most temperamental of the turtles, as we said, a born brawler, and the man with the plan, the leader of the Ninja Turtles, the most focused and most spiritually attuned, Leonardo. Beautiful. Uh, but I will, before we do go, that was our crossover. I hope you enjoyed it. But before we do go. Oh, yes, the greatest joke of all time. He dank. <laughs> you need to build up how funny it's going to be for everyone at home. This you need to know that you spend weeks and weeks. When we were on hiatus, searching for this one true keg joke, 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 to end all jokes. Hey, Dank. Hey, Coke. Why can't a turtle stand up? Why can't a turtle stand up? Because of reptile dysfunction. 
That's pretty good. That's all right. I get it. I get it. You know, if, you, if you said that in the beginning, I would have rolled. Yeah, yeah I know. That's why I'm pissed off that I, I will. Whatever. Well, nobody cares.